Hello folks, I am Vincent and this is Nerd1 and today we're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, we are doing this. So sit down, buckle up, we're gonna nerd out. Alright, I'm going to put this out right now. Spoiler alert. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yes, I am going to spoil this movie. If you have not seen it, pause this episode, watch the movie right now, and then come back to this episode. But in Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, it picks up right where, you know, uh, Far From Home left off. Literally, you see, you know, Spider-Man sitting on top of that light pole. And yeah, his identity gets revealed and the world goes nuts. You know, from the Daily Bugle, you know, his picture is plastered everywhere with public public enemy number one, um, murderer, you know, all these negative things about him and people, you know, holding signs, you know, showing that they, you know, want him caught, captured, prosecuted and you know, eventually it's to the point where the Department of Damage Control does come to arrest him and from what I understand, Damage Control is supposed to be just a cleanup service, you know, for like all the superhero stuff not actually a military force or police force, but apparently now they are in the MCU but you know, for all the legalities that happens, what do you need? A lawyer. Who are you going to call? Daredevil. Why not? And he does show up. Charlie Cox does make an appearance as Matt Murdock. And it was one of those very quick, early, oh shit kind of moments. Because I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Daredevil series on Netflix. You know, even though it got three seasons and it got you know quickly booted, I'm still a big fan of it. But now he's officially part of the MCU, which was supposed to be the thing in the beginning, but then it got retconned, and now he now he's officially Daredevil in the MCU and so hyped about it. Yes, I am hyped about it. But you can one thing that I really noticed about this movie is that you can feel everyone brought their A game when the, for all the actors. You know, like for Charlie Cox, it was like he never even left the role as Matt Murdock. It was, I don't know, as if nothing ever ever changed. It's only a few minute cameo for him, but it was solid. Um, Alfred Molina, you know, brought his A game. Uh, Willing Dafoe was there. Um, even Jamie Foxx, you know, he was kind of a standout in this, where, you know, from the Beast of Spider Man 2 to this movie. I mean, yeah, he's still, you know, Max Dillon Electro, but damn, he got such a better written character for him. And this movie just had a feeling of just pure intensity the entire time that, you know, the world may get messed up at any second. Um, Reality may fracture. The multiverse may collapse upon itself. 
and it kind of does. You know, we get to see you know the Sony the Sony Spider-Man villains come into this, and we get to see you know Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Sandman, Lizard, Electro, and I think that's it. Yeah, and you know we get some amazing fights as well in this movie. We get that bridge fight between Doc Ock and Spider Man, where you know Doc Ock was clearly superior in the fight, and just by a simple technicality, Spider Man wins the fight. And you know we get that quick you know introduction of William Defoe's Green Goblin on the bridge as well before. Doctor Strange kind of ends the fight. Um, it had a lot of, you know, kind of, oh shit moments and kind of, whoa, what happened kind of moments as well. And when I saw it, actually, I saw it opening night, of course. Uh, there was a lot of clapping and reactions in the theater and a lot of people just like, yeah, just were astounded by this movie. Um, and my prediction of Redeem Doc Ock was kind of accurate. It was not exactly how I thought it would go, but, I mean, heck, I got the correct answer. It kind of felt like one of those math tests where you use the wrong formula, you miscalculate something, and in the end, somehow, you still got the right answer to the math problem. Y- you know the feeling, right? Because I kind of predicted that Doc Ock would be, you know, a reluctant ally, and he actually turned to be more of a redeemed character in it so he still helped out Spider-Man in the end or should I say Spider-Man in the end um but and that that mid fight in the movie was rough I mean it, it started off as you know hey this is kind of go you know any which way and it just got it got brutal after that you know just just seeing everything that happened you know the consequences of the actual fight itself it was just like it took the movie from being like it, it felt more real to me you know because you know when you deal with I mean, it's, kind of, it's weird to say when you really deal with this kind of stuff but it, being a movie you know when they you know have such high stakes on the line the consequences are huge on it and yeah, consequences were were there and happened, and I mean, I the concept of the movie was interesting as well. You know, Peter wants everyone's memories erased of him being Spider Man, so Doctor Strange casts a spell. Peter interferes, you know, fracturing, you know, the multiverse. The villains get in, and then Doctor Strange basically says, "You know, what? round up all the villains. Here's kind of a little trick I'm going to give you." To kind of trap them in my dungeon. Once you have them all, we send them home. But then as time goes on, you know, Peter realizes that all of these people were snatched, you know, just right before their deaths. Well, most of them. Because those are still alive, Sam is still alive. The other ones I believe died. Yeah, they all died. Um so Aunt May kind of gets into Peter's head saying, you know, these guys are here, maybe you can redeem them. You know, instead of sending them back to their worlds, kind of live out their fates, you know, redeem them. And that's what Peter does. And to great cost to himself, to be honest. Um, but 
with the fracture of reality, with all these Sony films coming in, you know, who are you going to call for help? Spider-Man, of course. But why not more than one? And we do get the introduction, the reintroduction of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and also Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as well. They're both pulled in to, you know, the MCU via, you know, well, Doctor Strange as well, basically. And I was so excited to see, you know, them come back. Granted, there's been leaked images, you know, some high resolution, some kind of crappy. But I got to say that they really pulled it off. And with, with the past year and so with everyone saying rumors of so-and-so are on set, rumors of so-and-so on set, rumors of so-and-so on set. I mean, I can't believe that, yeah, they pulled it off. And, you know, I didn't really expect even that Batman cameo would be there. I'm just joking, that's not even the movie. Come on, guys, Batman. It's not, it's not Marvel. Um, also as well, um, if you're... You, you know by now to say, say, you know, pass the credits in a Marvel movie, right? So, this has a mid-credit and a post-credit scene. The mid-credit scene opens up a whole can of worms on this kind of thing. Um, you know, it basically poises to put the Venom symbiote in the MCU. And I, I really, really want Tom Hardy's Venom to be there. You know, I don't want just some brand new Eddie Brock. I want Tom Hardy's, you know, Eddie Brock because I think with the better writer, he could be a phenomenal character. But, you know, the ending of this movie, though, um, honestly was incredibly sad. You know, I can see why they did it, um, but still sad. It's really, they put a reset button on everything. So, you know, the whole world ends up forgetting that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So that means Infinity War, Endgame, you know, Spider-Man was there, but no one has any idea that it was Peter Parker behind the mask. It was just Spider-Man. Um, you know, Happy doesn't know who he is anymore. Um, really, all superpowered people have no idea who he is. MJ has no idea who he is. Uh, Ned forgets him. But one of the sadder parts, though, is, you know, before the world forgets that Peter Parker Spider-Man, you know, Peter tells MJ Ned, hey, here's what's happening. Don't worry. I'm going to come find you. I'll explain everything. I'm going to come find you. And what does Peter do? He goes, he finds uh, MJ and Ned, you know, th- completely in one place. He has a whole speech written out on, you know, how he's going to tell him. And he backs out. He basically, you know, realizes that maybe their lives are better without him. You know, maybe they should go on without him. You know, they seem happy as they are. So he's just going to leave them be. So, you know, with, you know, certain things going on, he gets his own place. And he starts his life now as, you know, Peter Parker. Spider-Man. No more Shark Deck. Because that's all destroyed. Um, no more help anymore. It's just him now. So we finally get to see kind of a, a comic book accurate 
you know, Spider-Man outfit with red and blue, no fancy eyes, no, you know, fancy web shooters. It's just, it's Peter Parker selling his own costume and getting out there. But one thing as well is if you haven't seen it yet, hopefully hopefully you've seen this movie by the time you're listening to this review. But, you, you know, one thing I would look out for if you see it again, and I've seen it twice right now, and I need to see it again, but how many characters did you recognize when the multiverse is coming through? I mean, I saw Craven, I saw Rhino, well, a Alexi uh, Rhino, um, and also I saw uh, Scorpion as well. But I know there's so much more up there. I should have seen. I wish I could, wish I could have bought, could have paused the theater and looked a little more, but I didn't. But anywho, if you're kind of hearing that right now, that's kind of the car going off in the background. So there we go. So if if you have any idea who was in the who was in the kind of multiverse, you know, background, let me know because I'm super curious. But until next time, guys, that's all I got for this time. Uh, once again, I am Vincent, and this is Nerd One. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd One Five. We are on Instagram at Nerd One Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash nerd one. But if you don't mind, please do share the episode. Like, subscribe, retweet, uh, whatever you got to do. Let's grow the nerdum. Let's get the word out there. But stay safe out there. Wash your hands, stay clean. Talk to you soon. Happy holidays. And we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.